T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Rack and yak. It's time for What Mark Heard on Saturday Suckage with Mark Grody and Steve Rosenblum. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. Thank goodness we're here. Thank goodness we're here. We suck so you don't have to on Saturday Suckage. And What Mark Heard is all about what Mark heard. So, Mark, what did you heard? Well, let's start with the guy that we were talking about before the break, and that is Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson, who was not a big part of the game against the Rams. And so I asked him about his frustrations and what can be done going forward to make Allen Robinson more Allen Robinson. Here he is. Is it frustrating for you in that game when you can't create those big plays that you're used to creating? Um, you know, at the same time, it's, I won't say frustrating because I think as, as anybody, you know, if you don't help contribute to a win, you know, then once you kind of go back and look at the tape, you know, you aren't, you aren't, you know, happy with your own performance or, you know, again, and, and as me being a leader on this offense, you know, obviously for myself, when I look back at a game like that, you know, and uh, not being able to really, you know, whether it's myself not being able to come away with plays or whatever the case may be to be able to really help contribute to us, you know, being able to get, uh, a W, that's more of, you know, the frustration, you know, just again with myself, I feel like it's a couple of plays I could have had back. Now, if those plays would have changed the game or not, you know, I don't know that, but still, you know, with stuff like that for me is I want to try to get, you know, and make every play, you know, every opportunity that I have. Yeah, and we talk about bounce back, Steve. I mean, rarely in his Bears career as Allen Robinson had, you know, successive games where he has, you know, had under 50 yards and has really not been part of things. So, uh, other than for the reasons that you and I discussed about the, going up against this defense, the one high safety and the press man and all that, I am expecting that Allen Robinson will be one of those bears that will have the proverbial bounce back this tomorrow against the Bengals. Well, he was. you had mentioned that he was talking this week uh, about that, the fact that Bengals play a – by playing man, there's more of a chance for them to be athletic, get open, and, and do something more than 10 yards downfield, right? That's yeah. that's the hope. That is the hope. That is the, the hope. And the... No, Did I, you just I, take I, a sip of your drink, by the way? No, I was waiting for you. Oh, okay, because I just took a sip of my drink, and that's why I paused, because I thought you were going to talk more, and I thought, well, I wonder if we both just took a sip of our drinks at the no. same time. No. Okay. It didn't we happen. could, we could, we could <laughs> toast, and then we could take a sip of our drinks. <laughs> Suckage like it ought to be. This sucks, yeah, we, but, really. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. So I wanted to bring up the um, yeah, the Tribune has has done for years now uh, three word reviews of the Bears game, and Dan Weeder tweeted out 
last week after that debacle uh, against the Rams. If you're still up for it, three-word reviews, question mark. And one of the respondents on Twitter that Dan uh, to Dan's question was Brandon Parker. He's the agent for Allen Robinson. Uh-huh. His three-word review of Matt Nagy's disastrous offense was 16 more games. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But you know what? It's you know what? I, when we had Mark Potash on earlier, I, and and he was. He was talking like the Eddie Jackson contract, eating up that kind of money, and it really should be the Robert Quinn contract. And mm. and the way the defense eats money, that that is the that defensive line is making more than anybody than than any defensive line in the NFL. That is where the the, the money is, and they made zero difference in the game, uh, especially. <clears throat> On the ends, you had Robert Quinn showed up for half a sack, right? That's sort of like yep. he's done for the year then. That's pretty much all he's going to give you. But when you see that, when Mark Mark Potash seemed to indicate that those kind of contracts were something the Bears did not want to get into for certain, maybe certain positions. And wide receiver is vital to what they're going to do. But I've always thought the farther you are from the ball, the... The, the lower you were in the in the priority I know quarterbacks got to have someone to throw to but the quarterback needs someone to need, needs protection first and then come to tight ends and the running back and so you go out from the ball is do you get the feeling the Bears are that's the kind of economics they're practicing or is it just Ryan pace can't handle a salary cap and he's also he also can't handle draft capital well, you know, while you're talking about the the defense and how they're paid, the word I'm thinking right now, it's if the Bears' defense is more like what they were against the Rams last week than what they were like in 2018, their their one elite year. It's the Bears are in a dangerous spot right now because there is no backup plan on defense. You know, the those guys, the money men, have been paid on that defense. It, there is no next man up. It is what it is. So they, the, the idea that the Bears defense can't carry the team is straight up dangerous for the existence of the 2021 season. Like it could go backwards horribly if this is what they are because they, they and, and you know, I, I didn't have any problem with the Bears paying Eddie Jackson at the time. I don't have any problem with the Bears and paying Eddie Goldman as they did, Akeem Hicks, although he wants another contract, eventually Roquan Smith. But they are, because of it, because of it, they are in a dangerous spot right now with no backup plan. Yeah. Well, I'm just, we'll, we'll find out. I just, I just wondered, just thought I'd bring that up, see if there was yeah. any change or if it was just sort of forced. Because, you know, you said, well, they found an offensive line last year. Well, they kind of, they were down to nothing. They were down to the guys yeah. who played, and the guys who played played well. So well, and they really though... thought, like on the offensive line, they really thought that, okay, we're dra- we we drafted Tevin Jenkins. He's going to be our left tackle. We got this Larry Borum. We're very excited. He he might end up being a starter. And now here we are, both of those guys, Jenkins and Borum, injured, and the Bears are scrambling. Yes, they are. Okay. All right, you ready? Listen. You ready to move yeah. on? 
Shall we move on? Okay. Now, we talked about the pause that you and I had. This cut that I'm about to play of Bears offensive coordinator Bill Lazor, this cut didn't get enough attention this week because everybody was so zeroed in on the, on the, the bogus um, argument that somehow Bill Lazor was selling out Matt Nagy because he said that Justin Fields is good. Everybody was jumping on that low-hanging fruit, which was not even a story. The the more interesting soundbite came from, from Bill Lazor. Well, I think I left the question in. And Steve, get ready for the pause. Go ahead, studs. Coach Laser, how much are you having to curtail what you do offensively around the state of your offensive line? Uh, we did address it fairly well last week. Same question, but I'll do it again. I think that's what you do is you, you every year, every week, every game, you look at your players, what's the best thing for them to do, how do we put them in the best uh, our situation to be successful, and that's that's football. That's coaching. So it's a trick question. Well, you had two guys go down though in the game. Yeah. It's different than last week. So just as far as in that game, we saw a lot of short passes, and I have to imagine. I thought I thought Elijah did uh, an excellent job. I don't, uh, as you know, I was not calling the plays, but I can speak. I think for the staff to say that uh, Elijah being in the game had zero effect. As far as I can speak of what we did, I thought he handled himself great. And to add one little piece to this, Steve, I was the one that asked the question the week before, and Bill Lazor also said that I was asking a trick question. That was Stacey Dales from NFL Network who did the follow-up and also was accused of asking a trick question. So trick questions are one where the, the NFL people have to answer honestly but don't want to. Is that how? Is right. That well, they... I think that I think that Bill Lazor's point is that it borders on game plan, like asking that question, and they don't obviously answer specific game plan questions. So I think I think that's the way he's processing it. Even though I didn't mean to, nor did Stacy Dales mean to be like trying to figure out. It's more of a general, and I guess the answer he he is saying yes, of course. That the the offensive line is course is going to dictate what they can and can't do. I like the pause. I counted five yeah. seconds, which is which is really a lifetime and a give and take. Yeah, you guys oh know God. know the term deafening silence. I think uh-huh. that's, oh, yeah. that that was like textbook yeah. deafening silence. Yeah, oh, there yeah. was uh, and then wow. Okay, yeah. how do I deflect yeah. it? They've they've got degrees up there in. Globalizing questions, deflecting questions, simple refusal to answer questions, and Ryan Hyden Ryan Pace's case just not to show up. So that's that's what they do. But you keep asking the questions, and then their their answers are exposed. Lack of answers are exposed. That's what you're getting. That's why you're getting. You're you're well within your rights to ask that question mark, and so is Stacy Dales, because yeah, it's something the Bears did not their depth is is a question right now you got to pull a guy off a boat fishing and he got hurt what were the odds right and i'm not saying that reporters don't ask gotcha questions because it does happen but i don't think that was stacy's intention and nor nor was it mine so uh but that's bill laser let's move on let's get into the the defense a little bit and we need to hear from the bears defensive coordinator sean desai 
and specifically this start this this seems like you know a year ago now but we're going to rehash an unpleasant moment in that Rams game when n- neither <laughs> safety ago? yeah doesn't it feel like like <laughs> yes. just because yes, just because of how hyper we all are about the bears uh, like each day is its own world you know what i mean right? like it's, it's yeah. every day after a bears game is like truly its own entity so it makes it feel like a year ago that Eddie Jackson and Deshaun, all you have to do is touch the man and he will be down. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) So here is Sean Desai on all that and the defense and stuff. What were you thinking at the moment Van Jefferson goes down and the safeties touch him? Yeah, you know, probably probably similar to what you guys were thinking. You know, what happened? Did they touch him Uh, or, or not? And obviously they didn't touch him. Uh, and so at that point, I mean, it's, it's, it's like everybody else. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't take that play back, right? So we got to get ready to go play the next play uh, and fix those errors. There's been a lot of talk from players, coaches, about accountability since you've taken over. When it's two veteran safeties who fail to touch a guy's simple play, how do you hold two veterans accountable? I mean, No, you do it the same way you hold anybody accountable. The accountability standard doesn't change by years measured in the league. You know, our standard is the standard, and so everybody's held accountable to the same standard regardless of your years and regardless of, of even me. I'm held to that same standard. I'm just curious with regard to your manner. Is it more parental or do you get angry? At uh, the two guys? Yeah, uh, which, which I, mean, I mean, you're a parent, right? You've you got you to pick and choose your battles of when you're getting angry and when you're uh, being more parental, and that's the same way here. That's Mark Potash, mm-hmm. the father, right there, Steve Rosenblum. The parent. That's right. That's right. Well, he sounded like a parent asking Sean Desai that question about being parental. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. There's no simple way about it. I guess I, in, in a previous era, the head coach would have gone over and yelled at those guys. You would have seen them on camera. You would have gone over there. This, this head coach is too busy with his Denny's menu of Nito Torpedo plays that he doesn't realize there's another side of the ball on the field and they're not looking so good. Uh, the, the question I, I, thought when I, I thought of when I heard Sean Desai's answer, the get back and forth, then what battle would he pick? What, if you can't, that's a, a long play. You didn't do the least that you could do, which was touch down a guy who torched your secondary, your veteran secondary, one of the highest paid guys on your team who has been stealing money, frankly. So what's his battle? What battle, where, what is that battle where, where he doesn't just sort of parent them and, and coaches them with a louder voice? What do you think? What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? What's, well, I don't, what's it his sounded battle? like he was, sounds like he was going to pair. Okay. You know, you guys, you know, you got to touch them down. That's the way we do it around here. That's our standard. You guys got to play smart fundamental football. At what point does he get mad? What is the play? Yeah, well, that... right. Okay, I see what you're saying. And and who knows what went on backstage in the meetings and while they were watching <laughs> the tape. You know what I mean? Like one, yeah, one would true. hope and one would suspect that there was a little more than, you know, you guys, come on, you know, you got to do that. That's what This is what we code. But I got to tell you, like this was, this is an indictment on Sean Desai too. He had to have been embarrassed. For, well, with some of the things that went on, it's his defense, and you know he he made it very clear when he 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 was ready this week. Like Sean Desai knew that the questions were going to be harsh, and you know first thing he said is, "Hey, I I got to coach better," but that's just like it 
you're asking the question, did, did he get mad and show emotion? I bet you he did, because this is an indictment of him, a guy who has, you know, risen to this position with the Bears after eight years, um, you know, underneath defensive coordinators. That That's big for him, so I'd like to think that he probably got his point across this week, would just be my guess. Okay, well, we'll see what happens when, they, when Joe Burrow hits a bomb and the, the receiver falls and see if the Bears remember to touch him down. Let's let's take a break now. We come back with right. more of what Mark heard because Mark heard a lot and there's much to discuss right here about the Bears. He's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Saturday suckage. We suck so you don't have to. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How ironic in our situation. Yeah. The coach who loves all the gimmicks, gadgets, pretty shiny things. Won't play the... Pretty shiny gadget gimmick head spinning quarterback. Shiny welcome in, welcome happy back. people walking. <laughs> That's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Somewhere is there. And we need a Dave the Cat update. Dave you know, the sort Cat. Of halfway through, halfway through this epic. And Dave the Cat usually leaves the room because he can't stand suckage. No, actually, so Dave the Cat is on a big, comfortable white chair in my place right now and he is laying down he's about three feet from me and he is snoozing but he has not left the room so that's pretty amazing hi dave well, then we just simply are not doing the, our usual hall of fame level ch- sucking the way that it usually drives dave from the room well and cats that- are like from what i understand they're like kids because well, what's the saying never wake a sleeping baby is that it is that the right thing? Yeah. Right, because when my cat is up, he does like once he gets up from his nap, it's time. It's it's, he's like, dude, you need to entertain me. Go get some of that fancy string you're always throwing around here. A couple of my toys. I'd like I'd like the fake mouse today. Oh, and I'd like a little bit of I'd like a little bit of wet food. Oh, and now I'd like a little affection, and I would like you to let me out in the hallway. So yes, he he, it's a whole three ring circus when he's awake of me entertaining him. 
Wow, that's that's quite yeah. a presentation list. Is uh, yeah, Trash Panda put together a presentation list for Dave the Cat the way he does for us? Just listing hey. everything. Here's what we got. Here it goes. Boom, boom, boom. It's cat dad life. People don't know this lifestyle. And and the reason it's so great is that it's it's intermittent, the whole thing. Like, it's not constant. Like I said, right now my cat is sleeping. My cat has been sleeping for about two hours, and he will probably sleep for another hour at least. So this is like... It's a payoff. Like, I get a lot. We're very independent, Dave and I. You know, he's single. I'm single. We're totally cool. And there's just a few things that he he needs to, I provide for him. Like, I just laid out. And he provides, for me, just a, a loyal companion in my place. I will say that I, I agree with you, Grody, on the, the cat dad thing. I'm going to adopt a cat dad. As I moved in with my girlfriend, she has two cats. And oh, so, nice. I, but like they, they're, yeah, they're either up in your face and won't leave right. you alone or they're yes. just sleeping. Yes. So like the one, the one, especially in the mornings, the, the, the male anchovy, he, the, so we give them wet food in the morning and then they have dry food. They just pick at during the day. Right. So, but he loves the wet food. The other one doesn't oh, like yeah. the other ones like take, take it or leave it, but he's all about it. So he will be like on the bed. As soon as my eyes open, like on the bed, like crawling all over me, like, hey, get up. It's food time. Yep. Hello. Hi. It's time. Yeah. And, some, and it's the thing is, it's never a consistent time. Sometimes it's 730 in the morning. Sometimes it's 10. Like it's just whenever he feels like, oh, it's food time. Hi. Come on. Yeah. Get up. Right. No. And, and Dave has been on a in a bad habit lately. He's in a bad circuit of more. For some reason, he wants affection at 630 in the morning lately. And that is not going well. And like you said, like cat, cats want every be like he'll get up on my chest and he'll just plop down. So it's yeah, it's it can be they they are, and, and you have to give them that affection. Then you can't not do it. So that's the that's the Dave the cat report. He is here. He is happy. And who knows? Maybe he'll have an opinion or two by the time the show's over. Well, that'd be great. We'll let Dave and Toby make picks for the the rest of the NFL season. <laughs> Hey, Spie- hey, Spiegel and Parkins had their kids doing picks, so if, if, right. if they could do that, I could definitely have my cat make picks. Right, and Shane had his dog making a pick, so why can't... Okay, see? Yeah, yeah. why can't yeah, Toby one, one meow for the, and Anchovy and Dave make picks? One, one meow for the home team, two meows for the away team. There you go. All right, and right. just be dismissive of the whole idea that you're making picks. All right, so we were doing... <laughs> What Mark heard, apparently he's heard nothing from Dave. So what did you hear elsewhere, Mark? All right, so I have one more cut, and it is from the the Bears' captain for tomorrow. That is one of their captains, Andy Dalton, the Bears' starting quarterback. And I think the number one question for him still is, and whether he wants it to be or not, is the presence of Justin Fields and how he feels about Fields uh, coming in intermittently. We have uh, obviously had, had plays for him last week, and you know there's there's times where you know, you, you know he's coming in. Sometimes you're just waiting on the next play, and then they, he he calls it. So, you know, I didn't think it affected my rhythm at all. I was able to kind of hop right back in there and just continue uh, continue out there. Is it hard to come out, especially when you're in the red zone like that? Is it, did it feel weird at all? Uh, you know, we when we did it in the red zone. Um, you know, second time got down and Justin scored. So, I mean, we're trying to score touchdowns. That, you know, so that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do. And just to make tomorrow extra stressful for Andy Dalton in that regard, he has the presence of 
Justin Fields, Bears fans who are going to want him in, and he's going up against his old team, the Bengals, whom he actually beat last year when he was quarterbacking for the Dallas Cowboys. So he got he got the like initial wave of playing your your ex team out of the way, and it was in Cincinnati last year. So, but that part still exists, and he did admit that, yeah, I got a little extra, a little extra something when it's the Bengals. So. He's just going to say what he's got to say. He's a veteran of not just NFL snaps. He's a veteran of press conferences, and and he's not going to tell you, I don't want to come out in the red zone. I don't want this kid in there. This right, is my job. Course. I want to keep him. I mean, course. he's not going to get something honest like that. But yeah. the, the booing, I want to get back to that because of your compassion for, right. for the player, for his family, for the extended people getting booed. And the argument is you play the – single most important position in sports and you're getting paid a an exorbitant amount of money one of the trade-offs is that but your point was do it after performance and i do think he's do you not think he's going to get booed running onto the field for the first off oh, you're series? probably right you're probably right no the time to boo a guy is after he throws his second or third interception not when he runs onto the field you know that that's why I get itchy when that ha- and you're right you're 100% right and it's going to be it's not only going to be that but it's also going to be the calls for Justin Fields and the we want Justin Fields which is just as demeaning demoralizing I would imagine for him as well and again this is not me saying like Justin Fields shouldn't be in and isn't better because I think he is better it's just what you said unfortunately I got a little compassion for that. Like, I, I just think there's misplaced booing is misplaced booing, and there's a place for it. And sometimes it it sucks. And I I will I will express my opinion about that, but I still won't tell people not to boo. No, I you people teams people coaches they all realize you you pay your money you get that's what you get to do. Um, yeah, I guess you don't get to use all kinds of potty mouth language. You don't get to throw right. anything. You don't you're you're allowed to vocally express in in those terms again within standards of decency express yeah. how you feel about it but the idea that he didn't you know that it won't i i just see he's going to run onto the field they could they could they'll get another 50 yard kickoff right this is such a naggy thing such a bears thing they get a 50 yard kickoff out to their own 45 <laughs> Uh-huh. And he's going to run on with great field position against a team he played a lot of years for and made Pro Bowls for and holds records, I guess, or holds certainly his name is in, is is near the top. Um, and then there's just going to be a whole lot of a whole lot of booze. Well, I'll just hand off to David Montgomery and hope he goes 41 yards again, something like that. What if they What if they intro the offense before you know they they intro the defense or the offense? So yeah, I would imagine tomorrow they would. It would make a probably a shrewd decision to, even though the defense doesn't really deserve it this week, that they will be the ones that will be introduced on the loudspeaker. I don't believe they'll introduce the offense at home until there's a change at starting quarterback. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, there was. Um, We'll take another break. When we come back, um, Trash Panda was pretty passionate about something. Today is the anniversary. Seven years ago, there was an NFL record that was set that was not set by a bear, but should have been. And 
lo these many years later and later and everything else that's happened it's still chaps trash pandas ass so i think we'll as <laughs> <laughs> that was a tim floydism tim yeah, floyd was. that really chaps my ass yeah, the way you said that, thanks it was the, just so it was so syncopated. Syncopated <laughs> yes. it. It really chaps his ass. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, we'll let Trash Panda come back and and complain, and he'll talk about NFL record that was set today, but not for the team he would have wished it would be set for. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Right. He's Mark Grody. This is Saturday Suckage. We suck so you don't have to. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Canaan, beautiful punt. As Hester retreats to the 38, and he's past everybody. Except the punter, and he breezes past him, and it's Devin Hester's night to high step. He's just broken Deion Sanders' record. He was tied with Deion for 19 career total return touchdowns that's number 20 stand alone now at the top of the record books Devin Hester seven years ago seven years ago today Devin Hester the legendary Bears returner broke Deion Sanders return record for touchdowns but he didn't do it for the Bears should have done it for the Bears, did it for the Atlanta Falcons. And Trash Panda is still livid, low these many years later. <laughs> so why don't you, Trash Panda, why don't we use this as radiotherapy, unburden yourself, and share with the class. Okay, so it's not really just the fact that Hester didn't <clears throat> break the record with the Bears. Like, that would have been fine to take had it not been for what happened the year previous. So 2013, so this was the first year under Mark Trestman. The Bears are on the road in St. Louis. I had the opportunity to go to the game with a good friend of mine who's also a huge Bears fan. So we're at the game, and this is the game that Benny Cunningham ran for like 200 yards against the Bears. Like It was just just a ridiculous game that the Bears really probably shouldn't have lost. But in the game, Devin Hester runs a punt back for a touchdown. And me and my buddy look at each other and we're like, oh, my God, he just broke the record. Like, oh, my God, we're here to see it. Like, we were all excited. And then there's a flag on the field. And Craig F. Steltz, F stands for something else, <laughs> had been called for. I think for, we got that idea. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Craig Steltz is called for, I don't remember exactly what the penalty was. It was either holding, quipping, something that had nothing to do with the rest of the play, nothing to do with Devin running the kickback. So the kick comes back, and fast forward a year, now 2014, that play we just heard happens. And instead of having seen Hester break the record for the in a Bears uniform in person, I had to watch him break the record in a Falcons uniform while I sat at home on my couch. And I'm still livid about it. Like, I texted my buddy immediately when, he, when, he, when Hester did that for the Falcons. I was like, dude, how, how, like, I'm so pissed. Like, <laughs> we should have seen him do this. And, 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 and instead, we have to watch him do it for the Falcons. I'm sorry for your stress. Well, it, here's, <laughs> I know it's stupid. It's really dumb. It's like one of those like adjacent to greatness, witnessing greatness moments. And Devin right. Hester is like along with Brian Urlacher, my favorite bear ever. Like I love Devin Hester. 
And so seeing him break the record at a game, like I've only been to a handful of Bears games in my life and, and him doing that in one of the few games that I, that might've been my fourth ever Bears game. So seeing him do that in one of the few games I've actually been to would have been amazing, but instead I had to watch it from my couch the next year. I'm very surprised that you've only been to five Bears games. Well, you have to consider again, you know, where I grew up. So I spent oh, yeah. the first that's 20, true. 27 years of my life nowhere near Chicago. That's that's more than a day trip. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> yes, it is. The first the first Bears game I actually went to was twenty. I was nineteen, so it was two thousand nine. I don't know if you guys remember they. It's when they beat. It was a lost season, but they the it was the first year that the Vikings had Brett Favre and the Bears beat them on Monday Night Football on a, in overtime when Cutler hooked up with Devin Aroma should do. Oh my that was god! My, that yeah. was my first game, and wow. what, what was funny about that game? Since we're going down memory road, me and my same buddy that I was at the Rams ga- Rams <laughs> game with, we saw the touchdown coming because, like, we see like Cutler step back and point at Roma shoe, and we're like, "Oh, this is it right here! They're about to win!" And just you know, five seconds later, they won the game. So it was pretty cool. The very tall Devin Aroma should do. Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, for because you know, he was for like four games, he was he lit the world, world on fire. <laughs> well, right, that was when he had Jay Cutler didn't have anybody like over five nine as a receiver, and he had always been comfortable with the go the Brandon Marshall go up and get it Alshon Jeffrey type of guy. So he was like, get me somebody that's over six feet tall, and it happened to be Devin Aroma Shadu who has his place in Bears history. That moment right there. It's yes. hey, hey man, it's a great moment. Is, did that begin your man Bears. crush on Cutler? Uh, maybe I don't know. I that was I was still you had a man up to, crush on Cutler. No, well, yes, <laughs> yes he does because <laughs> well, it, it's people call it a man crush because I appreciate what Jay Cutler did in a Bears uniform more so than others because I I I believe that his failings here were entirely his fault. And not a lot of people seem to quite understand that. But he did prove to not be a special quarterback. And I think that's what the Bears thought oh, they were yes, getting. Yes. So that, I, that's, that's where I agree, the disappointment comes I agree. From. I agree with that. Like, overall, his tenure with the Bears is a disappointment. But I also, like, have always contended as, like, you look at the times they actually put a team around him, they were pretty damn good. Like, they went to the NFC Championship, a game they probably win if he doesn't get hurt. I know he played bad yeah. in the first half, but whatever. Oh my God, the next year, game. the next year they're rolling, and then he breaks his thumb, and the season ends. You know, so like you have to. Like, I think there's a lot to consider with Jay Cutler's legacy, and it's like people look at the bad interceptions he threw, which he did, and you know he wasn't great with the media because he just didn't care. Like I get it, but I think that like his, like I said, his failings here were not entirely on him. Like it went both ways. So what do you yeah. think of Janet Kramer? I'm not even sure who that is. I stopped following Cutler. Who's no, Janet Kramer? you were you were our Cutler stalker. Wait, well, when he started when that. he started showing who he really is, I kind of got turned off. Yeah. Is he is that his girlfriend, Janet Kramer, or whatever you just said? Well, they were they were shown out in public. They were photographed publicly and willingly, as opposed to Jay flipping people off. He was uh, also were, uh, shown publicly with uh, Tommy Lahren at one point in time, so he's always right. just getting well, the I'm rumors just saying this, going. This is it. They were they were all smiles and snuggles and snogging or whatever it is at the 12:30 club, and 
and then they were spotted in South Carolina at a comedy show the following day. So this is, you know, they recently, <clears throat> they re recently thrown back into the dating pool, Jay Cutler, and I really expect, you know, I expect a trash panda to be on top of this kind of stuff. I you know, I do remember it seeing this picture. A whole profile. I, I do remember seeing this picture now. <laughs> Floating around somewhere, and I just kind of scrolled past it. It's like, like whatever. Good it's for him. so weird. I, I will say this love. about I, I will say this about Jay Cutler. It's incredibly odd that he has gotten like he's the quarterback who dated a celebrity. He's the quarterback who, or the guy who was spotted with you know with Tommy Lahren. Like it just it never fit his. Pro he doesn't seem like the sports athlete that would date the celebrity. Like he seems like the one who would want to get in the middle of nowhere and not be bothered by anybody and have his wife and his kids and and then just excommunicate. But he's been quite the antithesis. Well, he did try to excommunicate, like, but then his. His wife started that show and he mm -hmm. just happened to be there and and you know he's just around being himself so of course no, but he couldn't have it. expected that if he was dating Kristen Cavallari there's no that's way true. he that's knew true. everything that he signed up for Good and I, I didn't know he was that and, type of dude and you know I don't know if you guys ever watched the show the league him and Kristen Cavallari were in that show yes. for at least a couple episodes maybe maybe right. three about fantasy football and yeah. he, he made that off day dancing to the dancing with the stars flight to root for her. He was proudly so on camera on day after a Bears game. He flew hey, out to I was LA on the, and back. I was on the sidelines a couple of years ago, and Kristen Cavallari was in town because she was, uh, whatever her store is called, she was promoting it. So she's down there on the sideline, Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari just hanging out, hanging out with me down on the sideline and everybody else shaking hands and smiling and talking and being salespeople. Uh, Uncommon Jane was that the name of it? Uncommon that was it. That was it. Yep, yep. And and he would. I will say Uncommon, this. Jay Cutler. Yeah. No, I think that's it. Uncommon Jane. He was playing. J A M E S, not Jane. James. Uncom oh, I thought it was Uncommon Jane. Uncommon James. Yeah. Oh, that's really? Okay. Yeah. I thought it was Jane. But yeah, no. I mean, he was being a good husband, like you could tell. Like he was, you know, being with his wife and talking to anybody that wanted to talk to him, and just being all like huggy, cuddly Jay Cutler. So does his his Hollywood, as you we, we've did, we've well we pointed out the the whole Hollywood thing and and whatever he was comfortable, not comfortable, or surprised you. Does Aaron Rodgers' dalliances with actresses surprise you anymore, or is that the huh. wrong, is that on the it's, same level? Yeah, you know what? That's another good one. It's a little bit different, I think, with Aaron Rodgers just because of how great he is. So then I guess, like, if he's the All-American soon-to-be or someday going to be Hall of Fame court, like, it matches up a little bit more with Aaron Rodgers, but even he I would not have selected in my top five of great quarterbacks to go down that that list either. Like, he, does, he you're right. He doesn't seem – I think that's what you're saying. He doesn't seem like the type, does he? Uh, I didn't – I don't think if he seemed any more than Jay Cutler did, but – but they're, you know, the quarterback. The quarterback always gets the cheerleader. That's just the way it works, right? That's why you play the yeah. position. That's one of the right. the happy byproducts of it. And in in long, it has long been the case. Who's on your top five list of guys who who would you would assume would would embrace yeah. that? Besides right, Joe so, Namath, he would be the first. Okay, Joe Namath. it's uh, then followed by Tom Brady. Um, that's true yeah and then then tom brady would be the next one and then tom brady 
And then probably, no. Um, uh, okay, so obviously Tom Brady. You said Joe Namath. Who else? You know who seems like he could get into that is the guy that the Bears are facing this Sunday, an old Joe Burrow. And I have no idea. Maybe he's married. I have no idea. But he's got that moxie about him and, and all that, like, stuff going on. So I think he could. Um, uh, let's see. Who else around? You know who I would have expected to have there been like t- that? Yeah. Would have been Cam Newton. I would have thought Cam Newton would have done the like because when he was at the in the you know in his prime, he he was out there, man, right? You know, so I think that he it surprises me that he has not gone down the celebrity road. All right, well there was Tony Romo and Jessica Simpson, right? There you go, very good, Tony Romo, definitely. And you kind of, but he that wouldn't really. It, it may have surprised you if you thought, oh, this guy comes from, you know, Buzzard's Breath, Wisconsin, and he somehow ends up in Dallas and somehow ends up being the star of a bunch of uh, four-letter network commercials and things like that. And then, and and he he certainly, the position and the looks allowed him to, that that's where it led, but you would have, I wouldn't have thought that those those kind of beginnings would have landed him to that point. Yeah. And there was, I can't remember the name. Who was it? Way back, way back, an old N, old NFL quarterback who was married to an actress. How about... I mean, it was it may not have been DiMaggio and, and Marilyn Monroe, but it was, um, it was, there was an old, an old, old quarterback, and I can't think of it right now. What about... So, um, oh, I could Russell Wilson and see... Shara. There you Sierra. go. I'm sorry. That's Sierra. great. Shame on us for forgetting that one. Um, I, I could Russell see, Wilson. you know, who else would make my list would be one Jimmy Garoppolo, for sure. He's stunningly handsome. Um, again, don't know what his life is in that regard. I would say hmm, maybe Baker Mayfield, just because he's so gregarious and he loves the spotlight and the spotlight loves him. So mm-hmm. I could see it with him, perhaps. And uh, but yeah, I'm glad you brought up the Russell Wilson one. That's a great one, and he is a he is a good looking guy. I I did not want to miss this text. Our text zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at rosenhyundai.com. And we brought we walked into this segment such as we can backtrack with Trash Panda's angst over Devin Hester setting the NFL record for return touchdowns in an Atlanta jersey and, and depriving Trash Panda of the chance to see it when he did it against the Rams. It was called back by on a penalty from by uh, Craig F. Steltz. 206 texture. In fact, Trash Panda and his friends were so upset, they went out and slaughtered and field-dressed a random deer. <laughs> you don't get it. Thank Cannot you, confirm or, den- or deny. <laughs> yeah, thank you, 206. That could right. be factual. 630 text. We saw we saw Tony and Jessica at the Olive Garden in Janesville, Wisconsin. <laughs> More breadsticks, please. Yeah. And yeah, this is, yeah, very nice. 224. Um, Terry Bradshaw was married at one time to JoJo Starbuck. Eh? She's not okay. really just a skater, not actress, so it wasn't strictly speaking. It's sort of coloring outside the lines there, but, yeah. I could see Ben Roethlisberger being one of those guys, right? You know what? That's sick. He's a sick guy. All right. That's true. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk baseball 
with a guy who always has football walk-up music. And that's why we love Mark Gonzalez. We'll talk Sox playoff rotation and, um, and Cubs, why are they still playing? We'll do that next on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.